Oh my, oh my god, Jim, is that is that you? Bryce? What? How did, how did we get here? Well, I came down the vortex and I landed here. My, my character got respawned after it died. We respawned? Yeah. Oh my god, that's what all those blue dots and lights were. Exactly. It's... This must be season two. It's that's that's what we're calling it, season two. <laughs> nah, let's not. No, nah. let's not pretend that there was any sort of deliberate action or thought behind yeah. this. Hey, let's what a keep... train wreck, listeners. Hey, it's it's your local Jim and Bryce here. We're so sorry. We're really sorry. We have missed you guys. Yeah, we we should explain. We thought that we could keep up our weekly output while also doing a couple of shows just a a couple of small time projects yeah we had we had one or two things on and we flew too close to the sun yeah icarus styly and we couldn't keep up the weekly output no so what we're going to do now is beg for your (laughs) forgiveness and bring you up to date on all the stuff we've been up to yeah and then from here on out maintain a strict (laughs) weekly output (laughs) That's what we're going to do. That never shall ever be interrupted. So since we last spoke to you, I directed uh, the Theatre Sports Nationals. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I was the musical director for that. We sort of, we touched on this briefly many episodes ago. Very many, briefly. many episodes ago. Turns out so what was the Theatre Sports Nationals? It was the National Championships of an, of an improvised theatre competition. It had people coming from all over Australia. It was really fun. But yeah. it turns out it was a, a lot of time went into it. Yeah. Well, then sure did. I expected for an improvised show. Yeah. And then you were in another show? I, well, I was in that show as the band leader, putting together a five-piece improvised band that were really extraordinary, made up of some of Sydney's best jazz musicians who just spent like a couple of rehearsals with me going, uh, okay, here's every conceivable thing that might happen during an improv show. And let's, this is the kind of music that I'd love for us to do. Let's see what happens. And they were amazing. And they were um, amazing. They it's sort of, great. it's been a while since I've done that kind of show where honestly, I don't think a week goes by where I don't have a little glimmer of just thinking about how darn good all of that stuff was. That was a great night. And then you were involved in another improv show. Romeo was I? and Juliet. Oh. <laughs> Good golly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, you're right. I did Romeo and Juliet Improvise at the Sydney Comedy Festival. And then both of us worked on a show called Art Heist. Yes. Which is an immersive, interactive, escape room style theatre show. And we're and there the re- right now. It's the reason why you can hear a, a slight echo off in the distance of our mellifluous voices. We're in a purpose-built art gallery. We're recording on the floor in a white cube. Yes, surrounded by abstract different art. Um, abstract artworks. And um, you may also hear us sort of sliding around on the floor because we don't have any chairs in here. <laughs> it's an art gallery. So if you hear rustling, that's us rolling our legs around on the carpet. So explain to us a little bit about what Art Heist is. Art Heist is a show where people can steal paintings. Yeah. And you've got an hour to do it. In a I've heard it described as an, as an anti-escape room, which I really love. Rather than being trapped in a room you have to get out of, you have to try and break in. Yes. Um, but uh, unlike a lot of escape rooms, uh, which just kind of have one person who takes your tickets and then locks you in the room, we have what do we have at Art Heist? We have two performers in the space with you who are playing security guards, and so 
people get to interact with them and there's lots of creative ways of solving problems uh, by interacting with them and distracting them as you go about. It's really fun. Yeah, People really enjoyed it. There are still a couple of tickets available if you're in Sydney and you want to do that sort of thing. Uh, come have a look at it. It's artheist.com.au. Shameless plug that if you do go and, uh, and check out Art Heist, uh, the, there is a soundtrack uh, composed by yours truly, which is very heisty and exciting. Is it still exciting or are you getting sick yeah, of hearing it? Yeah, it's still exciting. So we did an art heist and then I worked on the Sydney Writers Festival and then I worked on Vivid, and which might explain... lost your mind. Yeah, which might explain where all those blue dots and LEDs came from that are still on my field of vision because uh, I sp- <laughs> spent like 30 days in a room with an exhibit and there was a 20-minute laser harp performance on every single hour and... Um, yeah, I might, I might have lost my mind. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, let's find out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what your special. Dog what my is. special dogs What's are. What's your special dogs for this week? My special dog is um, is that uh, strange blue orb that you find in the corner of your vision. I didn't know it was it was there until until quite recently. But mm-hmm. I, it, uh, and season three of it is where it really starts to get interesting. The blue orb that's in the um, the corner of your vision. Great. Um, you might also find if you really dig down into kind of the bottom of your mind, um, you'll you'll sort of start to feel tiredness. But as you kind of keep digging, <laughs> you'll sort of go, yeah, I think, yeah, this, I can feel wood around me. Yeah, I think this is the bottom of the barrel. And then if you just kind of break through that, mm. um, uh, you'll sort of get under the barrel and then uh, you won't know what tiredness is anymore. Yeah. And no, that's, um, I've, I've been checking that out as well. Yeah. Uh, I started at season one yeah. a couple of years Which, back. again, it takes a little while to it get going. It takes a little while. <laughs> it's... Fuck it. <laughs> My um, special dogs is I... Just very recently, I started getting into the American Dirk Gently TV show. Mm. I find that really enjoyable. It takes absolutely nothing from the Douglas Adams books except the idea of a holistic detective. It's very whimsical and fun. It's got uh, one of the guys from History Boys. It's got Elijah Wood. Um, it's a really fun show, very fun I, premise. Is that what I know him from? Yeah, that's what you know him yeah. from. And I, haven't read the, I hadn't read the books before I watched the Netflix series. Had you? Uh, yes. Right. Well, yeah, so I, d- I didn't have anything coming in. I just went, oh, I love Douglas Adams. And, um, yeah, I really loved the series. There was a TV series a few years back with Stephen Mangan mm. from Green Wing playing Dirk Gently, and it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. And then this one, it just seems to have a little extra edge to it. The whole way through, it's got this weird energy that I that I love. Um, so my actual does... my actual special dog is that I did I, in, in the very small amount of off time that I had, sort of going to and from various jobs over the last month. I did listen to S Town, which uh, I know everybody has raved about before me, but um, it truly is worth it. It's a it's an incredible. Uh, podcast series from the people who brought brought you this American Life and Serial. Um, the the storytelling and everything in S Town is what you'd come to expect from from the This American Life crew. It's it's extraordinary. But what was really surprising was the score that is in S Town. That is like a bespoke score written for that uh, series. It's a like a ten part series. Um, it's written by a guy called Daniel Hart. Um, and it's the only podcast that I've listened to that I've got in the end and then immediately gone to Bandcamp and, and downloaded the, the soundtrack and listened to it because it just it's perfectly sets up this kind of southern gothic tale that they're telling. So it does seem strange to start with Special Dogs given that our theme this week is 
almost exclusively special dogs in that yeah. it's the music that we've gotten into in the month question yeah. mark month and a bit since our last episode so we're just going to share with you a couple of things that we've been listening to that we've discovered that we've rediscovered and hopefully it will have some sort of cohesiveness yeah so it's not all been fun and roses in world politics since we finished up I recently found out about a performance poet in the UK by the name of Kate Tempest, and this is her song, Europe is Lost, that just really, really does a good job of talking about where we're at as a planet. Europe is lost. America, lost. London, lost. Still we are clamouring victory. All that is meaningless rules. We have learnt nothing from history. The people are dead in their lifetimes, dazed in the shine of the streets. But look how the traffic's still moving. Systems too slick to stop working. Business is good and there's bands every night in the pubs and there's two-for-one drinks in the clubs and we scrubbed up well. Washed off the work and the stress and now all we want some excess. Better yet, a night to remember that we'll soon forget all of the blood that was bled for these cities to grow all of the bodies that fell the roots that were dug from the earth so these games could be played i see it tonight and the stains on my hands the buildings are screaming i can't ask for help though nobody knows me hostile worried lonely we move in up yeah that's europe is lost kate tempest that's amazing it's pretty bleak but it's yeah. quite enjoyable to listen to yeah and it's sort of like oh fuck yeah awesome um Something sort of funny happened over the last month, which is that um, I was technical manager for a Vivid exhibit that was a sort of 20-minute performance. And originally, uh, it was going to be the same 20 minutes over and over again with the, the performer doing one 20 minutes and then the, the just being a recorded track the next 20 minutes and then performer just on-off, on-off 20 minutes. And then they realised, oh, hang on, this exhibit is in a bar... And generally speaking, people like to spend more than twenty minutes in Talking. a bar. They generally, if they're having, a, if they, you know, generally stick around for an hour or so. So they can't just keep playing this same twenty-minute piece over and over again. They sort of put together some playlists of of music that was all sort of pop music, and it was fine. But it was just kind of, it wasn't really quite fitting the vibe. And then just about three or four nights into Vivid, I just put on my own music to kind of test the speaker system at the start of the night and the client happened to be standing around and they were like, oh, uh, I like this. Can you just keep playing music? And I was like, yeah, sure. I can, can keep playing this this album. Um, it was Jungle's self-titled album. It was very lounge, cool bar, chill kind of thing. And then after that album played out, I sort of found the client and went, you don't want me to just play this album on repeat, right? Do you want me? I can just, I can just sort of DJ. And they're like, oh, you can DJ? Yeah, please, DJ. <laughs> so I sort of went, okay, great. And then sort of the next several nights, because I'd had like 40 minutes of off time, you know, about five times a night, I was just there kind of constructing these DJ sets <laughs> and kind of going, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, and it had been a good, a solid four or five years since I properly tried to DJ something. And it was a really good low-pressure way to get kind of back into it because I there was this performance every hour, so there was no call for me to, like, make a dance party happen. It was just keep the jams going yeah um so jams. particularly towards the end of vivid festival when i was starting to lose my marbles i was playing this uh the, the song this song the finish line from chance the rapper's latest album uh yeah just made me feel real happy ah. 
in school. It don't even matter, I was acting a fool. But who would think the raps would turn into racks? Don't matter, matter of fact, kick could happen to you. Scars on my head, I'm the boy who lived. The boy love playing when the boy too sick. Reclining on a prayer, I'm declining in help. I've been lying to my body, can't rely on myself, but no. Last year, I got addicted to Zan. Start forgetting my name and start to miss my chance. I lay for four months, end up leaving right back. I'm in love with my city, bitch, I'm sleeping my hat. Uh, I felt hog tied ever since my dog died. He lit a 84, damn, that's a long ride. I know he up there, he just sitting, he wait. I'll be racing up the stairs, I'ma get to the gate singing. small quibble with one of the lines i've had bitches sleep in my hat has it been fucking borrowers <laughs> hello mr chance the rapper <laughs> i need somewhere to sleep tonight it's been a long time since i've seen that film i was reminded of the film mouse hunt the other day have you seen that since I you were seen mouse hunt. yeah 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 can i tell you what i think about most about the film mouse hunt is it starts by saying there's a screen at the beginning of the movie that says something like the world wouldn't run without string yeah and i think about that a lot because i can't remember the last time that i fixed something with string because nothing we have can be fixed with string anymore unless you're like creating a woven cradle for your iphone i um coming back to talking about douglas adams there was a time in my teenage years when um, I, I had read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and, of course, the advice in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is always take a towel with you because it's the most useful thing you can take with you and lists all these purposes for a towel. And so I was like, great, yeah, I'll take that advice on board and sort of used to take a towel with me to lots of places. And it was only until, like, my mid-20s that I realised how thoroughly I had been punked because a towel... <laughs> It's literally the only thing that you can almost guarantee is going to be anywhere you would care to travel. Oh, oh. you poor precious brave little but baby! I like, I've been, I've read the the guide. I know how to do. What I'm doing? I thought you were going to say like it wasn't until I was 14 that I realised. No, no. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm glad that you said that because I don't particularly have an intro for this next <laughs> song. So I'm just going to say this is Own Light by Brother Riley. You're not using your heart for what hearts are for. They've been trying to shut us down our whole life. I thank God for healing. You ain't got to give me lit. I got my own Trying to build me up my whole life I thank God for building You ain't gotta get me lit I got my own life I thank God I'm living Sometimes I feel like a stranger Baby, I ain't from here World going crazy How could that be unclear? Know that I'm a soldier Hearts on my battleground Sword in the holster 
to the whole globe. Numbers don't occur to me. You can listen solo, cause you're the whole world to me. I jump in with both feet, nothing low key. You can find me where I'm supposed to be, where my folks be. If you listen very closely, you know who chose me. Nothing that I own owns me, and so I'm so free. I remember being hungry, needing groceries. Nighttime, getting no sleep till my nose bleed. Got a message to the police. You're not using your heart for yeah, all I know about him is that I think he's the grandson of Muhammad Ali. Right. That's and so and how did you come across this in the last couple of weeks? Someone mentioned it on Twitter. Great. See, it's a, I have no intro for this. I yeah, right. About it. It's just a really good song, <laughs> really upbeat. Uh, looking out for other people. That's all I got. Great. Play a song. Cool. Song boy. Um... So uh, when I was putting together the the band for the Nationals, I, I did sort of, I thought, well, it'd be good to to put together the band kind of the same way you'd put together a, a talk show band. Uh, not that I have any experience with that, but it's sort of, <laughs> uh, you know, from, from many hours of watching talk shows uh, on YouTube, I've, I've gone, okay, well, they've clearly got bits of charts that they've gone, okay, we, we just, we'll have... Uh, 16 bars of this or whatever and we'll, we'll play that until the, the guest gets to their chair kind of thing so I wanted a similar vibe for when the teams were being played on and off the stage on our first rehearsal I sort of brought a couple of options of, of songs but the band came back with a bunch more and then we ended up sort of having a, a chart in front of us on the night which had like eight choices of theme and I would just kind of keep going oh let's let's jam on this one let's jam on that one um, uh, we didn't always use them and, and quite quite a lot of the time uh, we they weren't necessary but there was there was um, yeah, a few times that it was good to to not have to try and guess what key we were in, but just go, okay, here, we're on these chords, let's let's do it. Um, and one of the songs I was introduced to uh, was suggested by Sam Blackburn, our bassist, was um, Roy Hargrove's Strasbourg slash Saint Denis. Oh, real funky, real good jazz song, and I, I do just keep playing that while I'm wandering around the city because it makes me feel good. really just took me back to mm. a month ago doing that show <laughs> just makes you go tune tune oh tune my next song i came to because of train wreck ah. so i went to see the mountain goats ah, yes. two back because uh you played them and i think the first very first episode and so i started listening to a bit of the mountain goats so i went to see a mountain goats gig knowing maybe three of their songs <laughs> um and it's a very weird experience to mm. sort of go to a gig and hear everyone else screaming along to lyrics <laughs> and and having no idea. <laughs> Especially with the Mountain Goats, because some of their lyrics, like, uh, I hope you die, I hope we both die. Yeah. And, yeah. like, everyone gleefully singing yeah. along to that. And like, 
what have I walked into? But the opening band, um, opening bands usually aren't very good, but this band was. They were amazing. They're, called, they're an Australian outfit called OPEP, and the song I'm going to play is Seven Babies. Love that. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, no, me neither. They're an Australian band. Uh, their music's available to purchase. I would encourage that you purchase some of their music and support local artists. <laughs> that actually kind of reminded me of Mariachi El Bronx, that from which was one of your recommendations from a few weeks ago. And I've since been playing the album at home while I'm doing my chores and whatnot. And it's like, oh, really good. <laughs> really enjoyable. Um, it's just another tune that I... Um, would play at this at this gig every now and again. I was um, at, the, at the end of this long bar, uh, and so I kind of would chat to the bar staff most of the night when I was uh, in my off time, and I'd sort of be trying to play chilled out vibes, but occasionally I'd sort of slip something in there that was a little bit more from my own personal collection. And this was one where I sort of put it on, and then, imme- and then immediately, seemingly out of nowhere, the restaurant manager sort of <laughs> grabbed my shoulders and went, I love this song. And I was like, oh, my God, great, good. Come I love it. I I love it too. Um, this is from a, a couple of years ago now, but um, it's really enjoyable. It's um, Tune Yards. Have you heard much of Tune Yards? No. It's There's a, a lot of culture out there, Bryce. Yeah, that's all right. A really unique artist who sort of works with loops and and she she had does that thing that i really dig this sort of interesting combination of electronic and acoustic instruments and really interesting harmony there's kind of a major and a minor thing going on throughout this whole song this is water fountain
That's really, awesome. co- really cool protest song. Yeah, that's, what it, <laughs> that's great. Well, my last song, I was in a cafe on Saturday and they played this song. It's not new at all. Mm. Uh, it's nearly 40 years old, but they played it and I remembered that it's an amazing song and it would be unfair of me to pretend that I haven't been listening to it almost constantly <laughs> since I heard it then. That's Life During Wartime by The Talking Heads. It's just <laughs> impeccably constructed. And if you want a little extra, I, I cannot recommend enough that you hunt down the footage of the Stop Making Sense mm. uh, live show. And in particular, the live version of Life During Wartime, because the whole band is just jogging on the spot mm. for the whole song. <laughs> and then at the end, David Byrne just decides to start doing laps around the stage mm. while the band is soloing. And not only could I never be good enough to perform that song, I could never be good enough to perform that song while running on the spot for four minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, look that all up. It's yeah. great. Um, I was thinking about using this song earlier in our playlist and I was, I was tossing it up. And then when you said you heard that song in a cafe a couple of weeks ago, I was like, okay, well, that's sealed the deal then. Because this is a cafe, this is a song... That I this heard. is a cafe. This, this, this is an ca- ambience from a cafe that I was in. Um, <laughs> and now I present uh, three minutes of me shaking boxes of cutlery. No. Um, Prepared boxes of cutlery, please. Yeah. This was a song that I heard in a cafe when I was catching up with a friend like last week. Um, the only other soul I've been able to see for the last month or so. And um, it just did that thing where it reached right down into like the sort of 12 13 year old part of my brain and went hey remember me and I went oh holy crap I have not heard this song since this used to be the song that channel 10 played all the fucking time in between every show as their sort of you're watching channel 10 kind of music it is streets of your town by the go-betweens
A really chilled out song, and probably if if you didn't grow up in a similar era to me, probably not a really very interesting piece of music, but really get catches me in a particular spot. Uh, just off that, um, it's been a while since we had an episode. I think it's time that we do an in memoriam section. Um, <laughs> on my way here, as I was driving here, I saw a man driving a classic motorbike with a sidecar, and his dog was in the sidecar, and it made me think of Wallace and Gromit. So, uh, Vale Peter Salas. Yes. Um, I, we mentioned the Stop Making Sense live album, which was directed by Jonathan Dem, who recently passed away. Uh, Vale, Jonathan Dem. And Channel 10 has gone into receivership. <laughs> vale, Channel 10. <laughs> That's it for another episode. That, yeah. This wasn't so hard. We should we should have been doing these all the time. <laughs> we should have. Oh wait, we just didn't have any time. Yeah, we had no spare time. Um, but we are back. We love yeah. you very much, train li- listeners. Yes. And to pull back the curtain, we we're, we're going to release this one, and then the next thing you hear from us is going to be an episode from several months ago when we recorded with Eva Blake, who I'm sure you were all missing as well. Yeah. Uh, Please keep your uh, suggestions for themes coming in to us. Um, We've had a couple come in that I'm really excited yeah. to record. I've had the playlists of bubbling away. Yeah. They're going to get back into it. And let us know it's what good. you think of the show. This thing uh, is fun. You can find me on Twitter at Fim Jishwick. You can still find me on Twitter at Price Halliday, but once again, I'm, I feel I'm not getting much out of the medium. So please come do it while <laughs> talk you to me on, on Twitter because there is not a lot going on. Stop posting about how people are like beta cucks. And, uh... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, lovelies. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> choo-choo, everybody. We love you very much.